There's numbers. Now we check in on social media. We think we see what's trending. Barbara Friedman has spent a lot of time looking at uh, developments around the world. Uh, and Bob's wire is the result. Yes. Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah, I mean, so I can't not talk about the yes. airstrike that has killed hundreds of people, including many children at the hospital in northern Gaza. I think for me, this is just the blame game that has now ensued. Yes. All sides denying it was them. You know, various organizations putting out statements condemning this. Um, Israel saying it absolutely was not them. They're blaming um, this this uh, group that are associated um, with Hamas, but, but not actually Hamas, the Palestinian uh, jihad uh, group. Um, Islamic Jihad group and you know I see articles where they're tracking where did they this where did the the you know where did they these missiles come from and you know satellite it, it's it's crazy yeah because at the end of the day hundreds of people are dead you can't track it it, it should have been tracked already well I th I'm assuming but also all, all is fair in love and war you know this is just illegal I mean which whoever did this you cannot bomb a hospital. And for me, this is just, it's a, it, I don't know, you know, how, I mean, how we feel about this, but it just, we've reached a point now where the fact that everyone's pointing fingers and blaming in this absolutely horrific situation is exactly what happens in, you know, during these kinds of wars. Because this is not, retribution is not a solution, um, retaliation is not a solution. I don't care which side it is. There is this world just is unable to hold space for more than one view. Yeah, and this is the result. Yeah, we're 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 trying to we're trying to go there into that empty space, into that vacuum. You know, where the, nobody's going. Yeah, you know the polarization um, in this world between within people about between good and evil. There's a split. You know you. When people stand on one side or the other, you're either good or evil, but we're not. You know what I mean? And that's the way the world, that is the way our culture in this world has evolved. So, you know, you're either a victim or a perpetrator. You know yeah. what I mean? There's this divide. No one can see, no one can see that actually we are, we, we should be moving towards being more whole, you know? Yeah, no, sure. We are, we're a mixture. Yes. Anyway, and so this is the result. And so the symbol of these babies dying in this attack is just for me, it's, it's a symbol of the, the, the horror of where our world is right now. It's crazy. So disheartening. Honestly, yeah, just I find it just absolutely heartbreaking and disheartening. I, I really want to... Undishearten you. Yeah. I, I, I really just get the sense and the energy, just mm. having been in media for a long time mm. and having had these debates, not necessarily on a talk radio platform, and, you know, with those dominant narratives just being, being ever present in, in legacy media. Mm. People are saying enough. People are saying enough. I, there is a third way. I do agree with you. And I, funny, my colleagues and I were discussing this before I came on air, and we were saying that might be the algorithms that of our particular social media, but we were saying we feel there's so many more posts of people who are saying 
there needs to be another way enough whereas you know i know maybe some people's algorithms because they're very much on one side or the other are seeing yeah. the screaming and shouting but you know i always like to say like there's 10 percent extreme one side 10 percent extreme the other side screaming loudest the lunatic and then fringes. there's yeah and then there's the 80 percent in the middle where we all are trying can't to find sense. can't make sense of it and, and want to find a, a, a way through so that's what absolutely I agree. Let's end on a positive note. Let's sure. hope that there are more people in this world who are looking for. And that third way in the Middle way. East specifically is about peace. And you've got to be it brave. It is about peace. If you want to pursue peace, you've got to be critical of both sides. I agree. Um, absolutely. 100%. And I certainly am. Yes. Okay. On to a sort of something that just intrigued me. I was actually driving last night and listening to Bruce Whitfield's show. And um, he had an interview with... Um, with Paul Teron from, who's the MD of Vest Act Asset Management, and they were talking about the launching of Amazon in South Africa because the date has now been set. It's going to happen in 2024. And so there's been a lot of online talk about this battle, this throwdown battle between Naspers's take a lot on the one hand and Amazon's online shopping experience that we're all going to have access to in 2024. And I just found that like, all just really interesting. I was looking online at all the different views, and I mean, you know, this Paul Teron was saying, you know, South Africa's come a long way in its logistics of delivering yeah. online. Uh, take a lot has been at the forefront, and to, mm. take a lot is at the forefront, and they're going to have a slight, like maybe an upper hand on that, but of course, never underestimate Amazon. I mean, I've always actually, I see products on Amazon online that I always think, oh, that would be cool. But I kind of never really think about, I'm not going to go order it from overseas. So it's possible that once Amazon is established here, it will be serious competition. Listen, I think competition is good. I think range is going to be compelling. Exactly. And Um, they're going to have deals with global products that they can offer us. Yeah, there's, there's a saying in, in this kind of space that first out of the starting blocks is not necessarily a good thing. 100%. <laughs> Sometimes this the copycat is the one, or the second one out. But remember, Amazon was out first. So it was. Who is and they are the global, they are the global leaders in so the space. Let's see. Let's I see. thought it was interesting because Bruce uh, and Paul Tron were speaking last night about how South Africans still love a mall. And, What's uh, going to happen to them? <laughs> and they were they were saying, you know, we've been very slow. On, we've been very slow um, on the uptake on online shopping, but that once one has a couple of good experiences, it does sort of change your view, and then you become a bit more of an uptaker of it. But I'm quite curious about this new development. And Amazon have already thrown out their first salvo, and said that in the first year that they established in 2024. Users, uh, those companies using their platform, can, will be paying one rand a month to um, use the service as opposed to the normal fees. And so that's already a great uh, opportunity for hook, retailers. Hook them great, in. Hook them in. Hook yeah. them in. Very interesting. So I just, I, just, I just think that battle between Amazon and other local online retail Stores like Take a Lot is going to be a very interesting space Absolutely. to watch. Absolutely, and I think a whole lot of people are. Oh, it's in fact, it's exponential, the movement there. I'm, I haven't been there. I like the malls. I don't like a mall, but anyway. But South Africans do love a mall. Yeah. They love it because it's a place to go. It gets them out of their house. And sometimes looking at, at this, I like to look at products in shops. I like to touch them and feel them and see if it's something I want to buy. You don't always get it right when you see the picture online. For sure. 
Let's and go to Rhino Orphanage. Yeah, I just decided uh, because this was the sweetest video I've seen in a long time and I decided we all need to brighten up our day. So I'm hoping we're going to get it up on capetalk.ca.za. It's the latest video on the Rhino Orphanage, which I follow and I've mentioned a number of times on this segment. Um, I think it was in June that the Rhino Orphanage adopted or rescued Baby and Paul, who was a few days old, a little rhino baby a few days old at the time at the time had her umbilical cord attached need to be needed to be on colostrum and electrolytes has been through a lot of challenges in her short little life but for the last while has been making huge strides then a little while ago they introduced this little sheepy called flenters who bonded with Mpoh and they've been having a lovely time and the latest video is just the cutest little video that they've had their first um, spring showers in the orphanage and the two of them are literally jumping off the ground in spring joy um, leaping around their little paddock and honestly sometimes you just want to like look at some little life that was saved and that people have taken such good care of them and they're doing so unbelievably well people have also donated and helped them along the way and I just think for every little rhino we save look how beautiful a story is that it's not as sad a story no, as needing <laughs> to be brave to fight for peace. I mean, that's how crazy the world has become. And that's why I think, you know, be brave everyone to fight laughs at me and the animals, but I think that's part of why I I just find some joy in looking at the, you know, at, at animals at who innocence. just live their life. They live in the moment. Please you know? give me my best chance. That's all they want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. It's 9.45. Next up, we speak to Dr. Nicolene Potgieter, president of the Pedodontic uh, Society of South Africa. Um, and Deline Swart, president of the Rotary Club of Belleville, the launch of the first ever pediatric special needs.